Welcome to San Fernando Christian Community. This is a great day that the Lord has made. Are you ready for the Word of God? I know you are. You're hungry today for God's Word. Last week, we concluded yung topic uh, in a series called The Strong Tower. And I encourage you na kunin mo ang CD na audio MP3s of the whole entire series of this uh, Strong Tower. And even yung series before that na Travel Light. Okay? God is really changing people's lives, especially now na we're beginning to understand and call the names of God. Na ginagamit talaga yung specific covenant names of God at may pagpapala doon sa pangalan ng Diyos. Even not just Sundays, during the week, naririnig ko sa mga Kristiyano na Jehovah Rapha and oh, Jehovah Jireh. Ginagamit talaga, Shama, Shalom. Yan, ginagamit. At may understanding sa ating paggagamit and that is activating great benefits in our lives, in our marriages, in our work. So, praise God. He's alive and moving. Hindi ito religion. It's a relationship with God. Yeah. And uh, a very exciting relationship. Okay? Maraming nangyayari. Just call on the name of the Lord and you'll be saved. All right. The title of today's message is Live to Give. And next week, we start a new series entitled Gusto Ko Happy Ka. Okay, so come next week, we start a new series. Gusto ko, happy ka. There is going to be happy marriages, happy wife, happy life. You know, happy husband, happy home, and happily single. So there's something for everyone, love and money and sex and everything. Pagusapan. So bring your friends and be ready for next week's series. So today, we talk about live to give. One of my favorite subjects because it's about money. Everybody say money. Hindi na uso pag nagpipicture na cheese, say cheese. No, ngayon it's say money. Because when you say money, it makes your mouth smile. Diba? Everybody try it again. Just say money. Diba? You can't help but smiling when you, when you say that money. And Jesus had a lot to say about money. In the Bible, there's about 500 verses tungkol sa prayer. 500 verses about faith. But more than 2,000 verses about money and possessions. More than 2,000 verses about finances and, and material possessions. So Jesus had a lot to say about money. And the bottom line, yung, yung principle in the Bible, it's eternal. Old Testament, New Testament, hanggang ngayon. Forevermore, ang principle is bottom line is put God first place in your life. Seek first His kingdom. So today I want to share with you some points that I think will help you unlock the key, the mystery to a great and successful life. So let's first of all look at our... Do you have an outline today? All right. Why don't we pray first and everybody have your ball pin ready. A Bible and uh, handouts. And let, let's pray together right now. Father, please open up understanding to us about money. Itong issue that affects our lives every day. This issue na nagiging napaka-sensitive. Especially sa work, sa bahay. Itong issue about money na nagiging cause na kuminsan nag-aaway ang husband and wife, nag-aaway mga kapatid, and sometimes it's a very sensitive thing. Give us, Lord, your opinion and your understanding, wisdom mo regarding this issue. And help us, Lord, to triumph over money and not be under the bondage of money in our lives. We just surrender this message to you. Teach us, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, number one, this is our goal. Dalawang goal. Number one goal today I want to share with you is be a generous and cheerful giver. Now, generous is a great attitude to have. Hindi na uso ang dating culture na kuripuit. Ngayon, ito na ang panahon ng mga, lalo na sa mga Kristiyano, they're becoming generous. Keep the change. <laughs> you know, how, how much do you need? <laughs> Let's have a new culture. Come on, people. Let's start a new trend in the Philippines where the Filipinos are generous. 
where the Christians have abundance to overflow. A generous and cheerful giver. Would you like to be that kind of person? You will be known in your barangay, in your family. He's a generous person. He's a cheerful giver. He, has, he loves it. He enjoys helping and giving. So I've said this before, and I, w- I want to just, ito yung parang phrase that we had coined before, and I want to throw it back to you again. May rhyme na konti. So sana memorize natin ito. Give to God the first and the best. He will bless the rest. Okay, let's try it again. Come on. Give to God first and the best. He will bless the rest. Remember, ang, ang bottom line principle is putting God first place in our lives. And when you give to God the first and the best, yes, the blessing of God will come. Now, letter A, John, is bringing, bringing what? Bringing tithes will open heaven's blessing. Again, bringing tithes. Ano yung tithes? Yung ika po? Do you know that? Bringing that to the Lord will open heaven's blessing. It says in Malachi chapter 3, very clear. And you've heard this scripture before. Pero remember, bring, sabi ng Panginoon, you can even test me. I'll, I'll prove it to you. Challenge me, test me. You bring the tithes and offerings to the storehouse of the Lord. It says, I will open the heavens for you and pour out for you such a blessing you cannot contain it. Di mo kayang akuin yung full benefit of the open heavens. Now, let's talk about what really is a tithe. Sa dictionary or sa mga Bible dictionaries, makikita mo yung literal ibig sabihin ng tithes. It means one-tenth. Okay? Kumbaga, one divided by ten. That's what the word tithe means. Nothing more, nothing less. It's a one divided by ten. Point one or ten percent. Yan ang ibig sabihin na tithe. That's what it means. Gusto kong i-clarify, maraming Kristiyano nagsasabi na, uh, I tithe minsan. You know, that's not a tithe. I just want it for your information lang. Pag ikaw ay nagsasabi na, uh, ako, nag- ako ay tithe pero hindi lagi, sometimes. That's not a tithe. Your definition is not accurate. Mali po. Hindi po tama yung, yung pag-iisip tungkol sa word na tithe. Tithing is not na naglalagay ka ng some amount of money doon sa envelope. Di ba may mga brown envelopes dyan na nakalagay doon tithes and offering? Akala mo na pag naglalagay ka ng some random amount of money doon sa loob ng envelope and then ihuhulog mo doon sa bag, akala mo nag-tithes ka doon. No, that is not actually a tithe. Maaring, that's, that's an offering or that's just, a, you, you gave kung ano mo, anong meron dyan. Bilisin mo, bilisin. Ang tarating na yung bag. Akala mo, nag-ties ka doon? Hindi ka pa nag-ties doon. <laughs> Let me just correct your understanding of tithe. Tithe is a 10% of your income. Let's, let's look at the Bible. Leviticus 27 verse 30. One, how much? One-tenth of the produce of the land, whether grain or fruit, listen to this, it belongs to the Lord and must be set apart as holy. Natandaan mo ba yung definition of holiness? Holiness means hiwalay sa common, set aside, set apart from the others. And it says in Deuteronomy 14 verse 22, set aside a tithe, a tenth, of all that your fields produce each year, then go to the one place where the Lord your God has chosen to be worshipped. Do this, bucket, so that you may learn to honor the Lord your God always. Diba ang mission statement ng SFCC is to honor God? 
and deliver his benefits. The number one there is the tenth. And, and number two is that the tithe belongs to God. It belongs to him. Kanya. Akala mo sa'yo, akin, akin to, pera ko to. Bakit si Tim, sinasabi niya, magbibigay ko na yung pera ko, mawawala sa akin ng pera ko. Hindi. Listen, it's not yours. That first 10%, yung, yung one-tenth ng income, kung may allowance ka, sahod, 15.30, nakatanggap ka ng Christmas blessing sa kay auntie, or whatever na pumasok, may bininta mo yung, yung kambing mo, whatever income, the Bible says increase, yung kung saan ka kumita, yung 10% doon, hindi sa atin yun. It actually, the Bible says, it belongs to God. And don't you think na karapat dapat siyang mag-claim ng whatever na gusto niya? The Lord owns the whole universe. He owns our lives. The very breath that we breathe is in nasa kamay niya. He owns our houses, our blood pressure, our heartbeat. He owns our jobs. God owns it all. And He's telling that yung tenth, akin yun. Are you shocked? Now the Lord has a tenth. But He says, yes, that's, that belongs to God. So kung ano yung inaari ng isang hari, ang tawag doon is royal. Diba? Halimbawa, yung toothbrush ng isang hari, ang tawag doon sa toothbrush na yan is the royal toothbrush. Is there something special about yung toothbrush? Wala naman. Tinatapon din after some months, ba? But because it belongs to a king, it's very special. It's called royal. Ang 10% ng ating income is actually holy because it belongs to God. Hindi mo alam na may kabanalan sa bulsa mo? Mayroong something na royal inside your bag tuwing payday? You received something that is very special. He will lie sa common, dedicated para sa Dios. Yeah, the tenth is belongs to the Lord and it is holy. Now look at this in Joshua, chapter seven. Very interesting. Na doon sa promised land, when the children of Israel are are just about to to go in the land and conquer. Kasi sinabi ni God na. All of this land ay ibinibigay ko sa inyo. Go occupy it. May mga higante doon, but kick them out. Conquer their cities one by one. Sampung a cities doon. And then, when God said to them, tomorrow go out and, and go to this city, Jericho. It's the first city that they will go and conquer was the city of Jericho. And the Lord said, all of the gold and all of the silver is mine. Wag mong kwan, kunin para sa sarili mo. Siyempre, galing sila sa desert. And for 40 years, wala silang panibagong damit. The same clothes, the same shoes. Siyempre, gusto nila na ma-upgrade, di ba? They want to upgrade yung mga inaari nila. And so, when they go to Jericho, the city, ang dami mga magaganda doon. But sabi ng Diyos, don't take anything. That is mine. Bakit? Because Jericho was the first city. And the first belongs to who? Right, the first belongs to God. It, you don't take ten cities and conquer ten cities and give God one. No, God takes the first. Kanya yun. So sabi ng Dios, all of the gold and all of the silver is devoted to me. It's, it's, it's holy. It's separated. It's para sa akin. Well, ano nangyari? They went to the land. They conquered. Isa sa mga Israelites, nakita niya yung mga damit ng gusto niya. Fit na fit sa kanya. At kinuha niya, tinago niya sa kanyang tent. He took some silver, some dishes, and, put, and he, he, he hid it there. His name was Achan. And do you know what happened? Ang susunod na bato, talo sila lahat. Talo. Because he stole the thing that was devoted sa Dios. So nagtanong, Lord, bakit? Sabi ng Dios, because one among you took 
the cursed thing. Alam mo, bago kinuha nung, nung si Aiken, bago, bago kinuha siya yung, yung gamit, you know what? He, the Lord called it the devoted things. Those things were devoted. But after he stole it, ninakaw niya yung mga yan, the Lord said it was accursed. And over in Joshua chapter 7, he says that they have stolen some of the things I commanded must be set apart for me. And they have lied about it and hidden the things among their own belongings. Ibig sabihin, nagmix yung holy sa hindi holy, sa common. Hinalo ang para kay God doon sa sarili niyang mga gamit. Ang tanong ko is, may something na nasa bulsa mo ngayon na supposed to be dedicated sa Diyos? Pero, is it possible na hinalo mo doon sa pera mo? Is it possible you have something that's devoted sa Diyos kahit hindi mo ma-realize na that's para kay God? Is it possible that every payday, you just mix it all together? Uh-oh. Alam mo, pag holy, separate talaga. That's why yung tithe actually nagsimula pa sa Garden of Eden. Bakit Garden of Eden? Wala pang pera noon. But God said, He put Adam and Eve in the garden at sabi niya, lahat ng mga trees, lahat ng mga fruit trees dito sa garden, pwede mong kunin. Pwede kumain ng lahat ng mga fruit, sa mga fruit trees doon. Except this one, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Now, let's say for example, how many trees in the garden? Example lang, a thousand trees. Okay? Malaking orchard, malaking lupa doon. Sabihin natin, there's a thousand trees. 999 trees. Ang sabi ng Diyos, yes, pwede. 999 options. <laughs> Pero sabi niya, this one, just this one, akin yun, reserved. Alam mo, that tree was not a bad tree. Tandaan mo ha, ang tree na sabi ng Diyos, huwag mong kainin dito sa tree na ito. It's not a poison tree. It's not bad fruit. It's not bad. It's just not yours. It's reserved for the Lord. It's a test. And Satan focused their minds on just that one. Just that one. 999 yes and only one no. And they don't nag-focus si Satan dun sa one. Satan is probably whispering to some of you, even right now, about this one. 90%, iyo. All the blessings of God, iyo. Buhos. Laging lag. And then, now, this one, this 10%. Oh. Satan is telling you, see, God is so madamot. God is so unfair. The church is only trying to get your money. Whatever na sinasabi ni Satan sa'yo. But God is saying, Pwede, pwede, pwede. Yes, yes, yes. Ito wag lang. This one is holy. Reserved. Do you understand? It's just reserved. So, it belongs to God. Number three. Put that there. Number three. It takes faith to give the first. Faith to give the first. You know, in the Bible, ang command ng Diyos was, and this is yung kanyang principle, di ba? First and best, itabi mo sa kanya. So, ang command ng Diyos is every firstborn animal is given to me. Sabi niya, the, the Bible says, every firstborn belongs to me, says the Lord. So, what if ikaw ay may business? You, know, you have a small business. Kasi ito yung livelihood nila noon. Ito yung kanilang trabaho. Raising sheep. So let's say you're the businessman and naka, nakaroon ka ng isang investment na isang ma- a female uh, lamb and you project your, your computation is probably example lang now this lamb will produce lambs offspring <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a farmer or a rancher but sabi niya, you, you're going to have 
five times this sheep will give birth. And each time is two lambs. So you're, you're calculating this investment will return to me ten. Ten sheep. Okay? And you compute, okay, I can probably give God one out of ten. Okay, yun. Kaya, kaya. But the thing is, it will take faith, it will take risk for you to give the first one. Bakit? Hindi ka sigurado kung manganganak siya ulit. Papasok sa isip mo na baka makasakit. Paano kung hindi magproproduce ng offspring ng sampu? Paano yung yung mga bills ko? Inutang ko yan. Paano? So it will be a risk and it will require faith for you to give the first one. If you give number five or number six, that doesn't require faith. Because nakuha mo na yung, binawi mo na yung investment mo. Diba? So it doesn't require faith when you get your paycheck and first you pay all your bills you pay tuition you load your cell phone you buy groceries everything pay elect lueco and then after lahat ng bills mo na settled then you bring 10% sa dios akala mo nagties ka doon hindi ka pa nagties doon bakit hindi siya first sabi ng dios very clear the first is mine because why faith pleases God. Natutuwa siya sa ating faith. Nakikita niya na you trust me. You're taking a risk of faith to put your hope in being in relationship sa akin. And number four, John, is the, the tithe, yung atipong 10%, that tithe, it has the power to make successful or to bring success to the rest success to the rest in fact the the bible word is bless pero kung i-check mo yung hebrew meaning of the word bless bless means to empower to succeed how would you like gusto mo ba ang pera mo maging successful sa kamay mo wow Ibig sabihin, magtatagal na yung 100 pesos sa kamay mo. Hindi siya mabilis. Or yung 500 sa grocery naging successful dahil maraming nabili. Or na, ma, ma, sulit. Imagine if our money was successful. Well, if the first 10% ay ialay sa Diyos, that has a blessing on it. The, the, remember, it belongs to God. It's holy. It's blessed. It's anointed. It has the power. Yung first 10% ng income mo has the power on it to supercharge the 90%. To bless and cause success to happen to the rest of their money. I've said this many times at uulitin ko ngayon. Mas malaki ang 90% ng pera mo ng may kamay ng pagpapala ng Diyos kaysa yung 100% buo pero walang blessing ni God. Try it. I promise you your money is stronger, lasts longer, is more enjoyed, and is mas sulit talaga yung 90% with the blessing of God on it kaysa yung buo lahat sa'yo, but you got the whole 10% back, but no blessing of God. Bakit? Himbis na blessing nagiging cursed. Bakit? Yung, yung kay God na halo, yung holy na mix doon sa ordinary. So what happens is, himbis na nanantili naging holy, it becomes contaminated. As if inaanay na yung tira mo. Have you ever experienced na parang may leprosy yung budget mo? Have you ever experienced na 
it's really not enough. Hindi mo alam kung saan napunta yung pera. Have you ever experienced na it's just not enough? That's because it is contaminated. It doesn't carry a blessing from the Lord. Dahil yung blessing of the Lord is on the first one. Okay? Look, tinabi ko dito 1,000 pesos. If 1,000 pesos ang pera ko, halimbawa lang, how much is a tithe? Isa sa mga ito, no? 100 pesos. Now, isa dito. Pero, alin dito? Which is the first? The top or the bottom? Which one? Alin dito ang tithe? Can you guess which one is the tithe? The top? So, I'll take the one from the bottom and buy my load. No, listen. The tithe is the first one you spend. Kahit saan galing dito, basta the first one that you spend, that's the tithe. Bakit? Ang first na lumabas is yung kay God. At ito, halimbawa, ito ang lumabas, ito ang may power to bring success to the nine. Kung ialay ko sa Diyos ito, magiging blessed. Ito. Why would you take the, the blessed one and give it to Loeco or CSI or Globe. Why would you take the blessed one and spend it somewhere? Now, it, it's the one that has the power to supercharge these. Are, are you following me? So, we need to give to God first. It says here in Proverbs 3, verse 9. Listen to this. First and best part of all your income. Bakit? So your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will overflow with new wine. Again, in Ezekiel 44 verse 30, the best of all the first fruits of all your special gifts will belong to the priests. Okay, this was God's representative. And you are to give them the first portion of your ground meal so that a blessing may rest on your household. How many of you want a blessing to be on your household? If you want a blessing on your household, then bring a blessing to God's house. Simple. Malachi 3.10 says, bring the, bless, bring the tithe to the storehouse of the Lord. Wherever you eat your meals, your spiritual food, the place. It says, verse 5, bring him your burnt offerings, your sacrifices one-tenth of your income, your contributions, the offerings you vow to bring, your free will offerings, and the firstborn of your cattle, sheep, and goats. And there in the presence of the Lord. Ano meron sa presence of the Lord? Fullness of joy daw. And you and your families will eat and enjoy. Sa totoo lang, pag nagtatayas tayo, hindi nawawala din sa atin. You and your families are eating and enjoying. Tama po ba? Actually, hindi ka malalugi sa Diyos. Never. Hindi talaga siya nagpapalugi. Everything you've worked for because the Lord, your God, has blessed you. So, letter A, John, again, is bringing tithes will open heaven's blessing. And letter B is to cheerful giving. I want to talk to you about a cheerful giver. Because it's possible, nagbigay ka, pero masama ang loob mo. You think yan ang kalaoban ng Diyos? No. God doesn't want us to be parang regret. No, here's the thing. A cheerful giver says this. Ito yung sinasabi ng cheerful giver. I love, trust, and thank God. I love, trust, and thank God. Masaya. Para sa mga givers. Ang pagmamahal sa Diyos, manggagaling sa ating realization kung gaano kalaki ng sin that we've been forgiven. Remember, there was a story when Jesus was in a house and a woman who was full of sin, a, 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 a terrible sinner, she came into Jesus and cried tears on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair and poured perfume on Jesus. Expensive, extravagant. 
one year's wages. Supposed to be yan ang ipon niya for her wedding day. And you know what? The disciples complain. Lalo na si Judas. Nagreklamo. Sayang. Dapat may bigayan sa mahirap. Yan ang reklamo niya. And, and Jesus said, leave her alone. You always have the poor. This extravagant thing that she did. Tinanggap ni Jesus. And Jesus said this about people who love much. Sabi niya, He who has been forgiven much loves much. Have you been forgiven much or little? <laughs> I've been forgiven a lot. Much. I love God. And I give to God. Not because it's a rule. Tandaan mo, friends, this is not a rule. This church doesn't have rules that you, oh, you have to give. No. I give and we give because Jesus has died and taken away so much of my sin. All of my sin. And he who has understood this, you're made righteous. <laughs> you're made clean from all of your sin. You will love him. And you cannot love without giving. You can't love without. You will love and you'll just want to give. Kusang loob. Yun. You know, I hope now you don't think, ah, itong church is trying to take away my money. The church wants to ruin my financial situation. Kaya ang church is mukhang pera. Laging every week may collection dyan. Alam mo, you're really mistaken if you think that way. Because giving to God is supposed to be a celebration. In the Old Testament, sa book of Deuteronomy chapter 16, verse 10, you can read that. 16, verse 10. Bringing tithes and offerings was a time of party. Celebration. The whole family's there. Everybody's eating and having a good time. Sa 2 Chronicles chapter 31, verse 5. May story doon na si Hezekiah, binabalik niya yung system of worship doon sa temple. And so Hezekiah called for people sa mga Israelites, bring your offerings. Hindi lang gold, silver, pati kahoy, mga building materials, gold and uh, stone. For four months, people keep bringing and bringing. Apat na buwan habang nag-reconstruct nila mga structures. And for four months, finally, Nakita ni Hezekiah, siya yung hari, bakit ang mga, mga mamahalin na gamit nakapiled up dito? And nagtanong siya, bakit nakapiled up yung mga expensive na supplies? Gold pati? And you know what they said? Sir, we have so much. Tapos na yung construction. The people keep bringing. So finally, he had to tell them, okay, stop na. Wala tayong space. Because giving is cheerful. Let me tell you this. Ang tunay na tither na nagtatays, na nagbibigay, pagdating sa ganitong usapan, hindi sila sad. Natutuwa, nag-jump ang puso ng talagang tunay na giver. So actually, it's very simple sa yung ngayon. Malalaman mo kung ikaw ay tunay na tither or Sa salita lang. You examine your own heart. If you feel, if you feel uncomfortable and your body is becoming stiff in your chair and you feel a bit tight, then it's because there's not a joy in you about giving. There's, you're not experiencing yet yung level na cheerful giver. Kasi ang tunay na nagbibigay ng, ng tithes and offerings, his heart will jump. It's the favorite part of the service. Pag sinabi niya, what time is it? Sisigaw niya, it's giving time! Talagang, he loves the time to give because may dala siya. Hindi yung parang, siguro itong panahon, CR mo na ako, escape. Or sasabihin niya, sige, kung anong meron dyan, para at least kakahiya kung walang hihuhulog dun. No, hindi yung impromptu na kung anong mga meron dyan, kung anong yung tira dyan sa, ay, 
mamaya, grocery namin, oh, sige, ito na lang. Hindi. Ang tunay na tithers, may dula. Handa. Tinabi. Are you following me? That he's really looking forward to give dahil siya isang cheerful giver. Be a generous and cheerful giver. Amen po ba? That's my desire for each of you. To be a cheerful giver. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7, each of you should give whatever you have decided, okay, or whatever you've prepared. You don't just come and then parang impromptu, walang decision. You just parang chance lang. Minsan, hindi naman tumitingin eh. Kung ano yung meron. It's whatever you've decided, premeditated. And he says, you shouldn't be sorry that you gave or feel forced to give since God loves a cheerful giver. Amen. Kaya yung tunay na giver, talagang naghahanap na anong tithe, anong envelope number ko? Di ba may space dyan na kung saan isusulat yung number? Eh kung wala ka pang number, tanong mo ako, I'll give you a number. Ina-assign yan, permanent number mo yan. Para to protect yung confidentiality mo. Para hindi maging public information yung amount na binibigay mo. So we do that. But the thing is, na yung tunay na giver, natutuwa siya sa giving time. Because this is my time to, to give the Lord. And He knows, you know in your heart, God is pleased. Doon sa obedience mo, doon sa love na binabalik mo sa Kanya, doon sa trust na you're saying, God, without you, talagang bankrupt ako dito eh. I'm returning the tenth. Here's offerings pa. Higit pa sa tenth. There's a, a, an offering. I love you. I trust you. But I need your help financially. I can't do it without your blessing. And then you know, dahil sa salita ng Diyos, by faith, Andun na yung pagpapala ng Diyos. I hope this is encouraging you, not discouraging you. The tithe is not a specific amount, and it's not a law. Tandaan mo, tithing is not a law. Like, okay, commandment yan. Ano ba ito? Yung 11th commandment? No. Tithing is not a law. It's not a rule. It's a privilege. It's a response. It's the principle ng heart natin to put God first place the rightful place sa buhay natin now here's the, the second key alam mo yung susi is tithing to open heaven diba? kung nakalock yung pintuan you need a key tama po ba? so when you open the key naranasan nyo ba ito na tama yung key binuksan mo yung doorknob nakalock pa rin bakit? naka double lock have you tried to open a door na dalawa sana ang susi pero isa lang ang susi mo? And that's what's happening to many Christians na magsasabing na, I tried tithing. Nasubukan ko na yan eh. And it didn't work. Lalo ako naging, lalo ako nahirapan. When I tried to tithe, I gave my tithes and wala namang pagbabago. Well, there's two keys. You only had one key. So would you like to know the other key? Gusto mo ba talaga mabuksan yung, yung success in tithing? Yung success sa pagpapala ng Diyos? Well, here's the thing. It could be, number one, you could have a wrong motive. God is looking at our heart, friends, not the amount of money. He doesn't need your pesos. He's looking at your heart. Do you believe that? Na hindi kailangan ng Diyos ng mga peso natin? Barya-barya lang sa Kanya ang mga even our best, most expensive amount, God doesn't need that. But we need to give it to Him. Because we need to put God in His rightful place. We need to enthrone the Lord as King. Not as common. You don't put holy mixed with common. When we honor the Lord with our Income, we are enthroning Him bilang hari sa buhay natin. Malinaw po ba? Now, when you have a wrong motive, like for example, okay, sige, try ko. Magbibigay ako para makaroon din ako. 
Parang magandang gimmick ito eh. Better than wedding. I'm going to give 500 and God will give me back 5,000. Kung yan ang pagtakbo ng utak mo, you got the wrong heart motive. Because God is not going to cater to the lusts of your worldly desires. Amen. God is not interested in promoting your selfishness. God cannot bless a selfish heart. So here's the right motive. Not you give so that you can get. No. The motive is you give so that you get to give again. Some of you, if God answered your prayers after you got your first big win from blessing of open heaven, you will just walk away. If God blessed you with what you're praying for, baka hindi tayo makikita-kita next week. Nasa Hong Kong ka na. Nagsha-shopping ka na sa Mega Mall. God is not going to allow you to give to be selfish. But if your heart is, I want to be generous and cheerful, then your motive will be, I give para ako'y makakaroon ng privilege to give again. Give to get to give again. The other area na kung saan, ito yung susi, pangalawa, first one is to be a generous and cheerful giver. The other one is kung bakit hindi nag-work sa mga ilan, na tried, they tried tithing and it didn't work because you failed in the area of money management. Okay? So point number two, Roman numeral two today, is be a faithful and wise steward. Somebody say steward. A steward is a, the person who is in charge to take care of the affairs of another. Especially financial affairs. Okay, ang steward takes care of not his own properties, not his own business, not his own money. The steward is managing the money of another. Are you following me? Ang manager sa, sa isang tindahan doon is manager. Hindi siya may-ari. Iba yung definition ng manager, iba yung may-ari, di ba? Pero ang manager may hawak ng susi sa cash register. May authority, pwede siya mag-decision. But he's not the owner, right? He's just katiwala. So we are like that also. You have to understand, and this is very, very important. Now, we are not the owner. So letter A, John, is recognize that God is the true owner. So Matthew chapter 25, verse 14 hanggang 30. May story doon about yung, yung master, yung mayari. At meron siya mga servants, mga employees niya. And he gave one, okay, here's a a thousand, a thousand coins. Here's a, another one. I give you two thousand, and the the third one, okay, five thousand. Alam mo yung story na yung nakatanggap ng one thousand yung one talent. Hindi siya naging faithful. Hindi siya naginvest. Wala siyang ginawang effort. Tinago lang yung pera at nung bumalik yung master nagahanap siya ng how much did you earn? E wala. Takot ako, nahiya ako. Lagot siya. But the point is this. The master did not give them money for them to keep. He entrusted his money for them to use and grow and make profit. Kanino yung pera? Sa amo. Listen. Please. It's very important that you recognize ang pera na nasa bag mo, na nasa bank account mo, na nasa bulsa mo, is not yours. You have to recognize God is the true owner. Kaya, the Bible never says give tithes. It says bring. 
bring tithes. Now it's like this example. Bam, actually, Bambi and I will will travel this week, so example will be away. What if Brother Danny here said to me, uh, Tim, since you're going away for a few days, is it okay if I borrow your car? Habang nasa out of town ka, can I borrow and drive your car? I say, okay, I think, sure, Danny, here's the keys. You can drive my car while I'm gone. Okay? So pagbalik ko galing sa aking trip, then what if, what if lang, nalalapit si Danny sa akin o mag-text siya sa akin at sasabihin niya, Tim, Annette and I have been talking and we decided we really want to bless you with a new car. And so here, we're going to give you this car. And it's okay, we're giving it to you for free. So God bless you. And then he gives me my own car keys. Isn't that crazy? He cannot give me... That's already mine. So it's not giving. Ang gagawin ko is, I'll call Danny and say, Danny, can you please bring me my car? Right? So when we bring a tithe, it's not giving to God. We're bringing Him yung kanya. Recognize that God is the owner. It says in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18, that remember the Lord your God for it is He who is giving you the power to make wealth that He may confirm His covenant. So even if naakalamo I worked for it, this is my job, I, I saved, no, it still, the ability for you to work came where? From God. Your job is from God. Ginagamit lang yung mga tao. But God is the source and the supply, right? So even yung, yung lakas mo, and everything came from God. Your job, your strength, your health, everything came from God. Recognize that He is the real owner. The talents that you have came from God. What you do with the talent is your stewardship. Yan yung pagiging faithful and wise na steward. If I took up an offering here today, and mamaya we'll have our regular tithes and offerings, and I hope that you give with a generous and cheerful heart, but I hope that you learn this yung second uh, part, the second key of being a faithful and wise steward. But I want to tell you this, friends. Kung akala mo ang hirap, ang hirap magbigay ng ano, pera, kasi kailangan, kailangan namin. Here's the answer para hindi magiging mahirap. Recognize it's not yours. Once you truly believe and you put it into your head, that this money, this job, this life is not mine. I was bought with a high price by Jesus. He owns my life. He owns my contacts. He owns my cell phone, the car, the, the job, my strength. He owns my pulse. <laughs> Everything is owned by Him. Once you get it into your head that you don't have the authority to spend your money any way you want to, it's not yours. Then it's easy to be generous. For example, if we're going to take up an offering, and I said, uh, okay, mamaya, mamaya, we're going to have an offering. And uh, Annette, I want you to take my wallet. And when the offering bag comes around, you have my wallet, just give. I want you to give any amount that you want to give. Okay? Now, will she be generous? Or will she be stingy? Hawak niya yung wallet ko. She'll be generous. How about you? Blessing. Blessing pa ang pangalan. Delikado eh. Okay, take my wallet. And when the time comes, just, you know, we're gonna have an offering for Make Kids Smile, for the missions. Whatever amount na nasa heart mo, just give it. Just give it. Any amount na that you really want to give, ibigay mo lang. 
Do you think it will be hard for blessing to be generous? Na ang pera hindi galing sa kanya, galing sa ibang pitaka, right? So she will be very generous. Bakit? Kasi alam niya, hindi sa kanya. Right? Isn't that right? And the same thing, when you know and you're convinced that that money na sa bulsa mo is not really yours, it's easy to be generous because you know that it's not yours. You're going to be faithful and wise, but you'll be generous. And you'll invest, as Jesus said, invest for yourselves treasure in heaven. It's a guaranteed no-lose investment. <laughs> Wala kang makikitang ganon dito sa, sa panahon ngayon. Na guaranteed investment. But it's easy to be generous when you recognize God is the owner. And the last thing, letter B, John, is spend below your income level so that you can overflow and experience God's wealth. Spend below your income level. Now, a living below or spending below your income level, anong ibig sabihin nun? Well, kung halimbawa, nakatanggap ka ng 5,000 and you, your sahod is 5,000 and you spend also 5,000 or more, that's not spending below your income level. Alam ko, gusto mo maging mayaman. Me too. But listen, you have to accept it. Kung anong level ng income mo, yun yun. Sorry if your level is too low. I'm sorry for that. But you have to adjust and spend lower than your income. And if you say, well, my income is so low, so low, I can't afford. What you can do is you sow and grow. Did you hear me? Sow. Sowing seeds, plant, you sow and grow. When you have a need, sow a seed. And you sow into God's kingdom. You sow faithfulness. You sow generosity. You live below the level of your income. And God will grow you to the next level. God will grow you. But the point is this. Many of us, I'm saying me, but I'm not really doing this. Just trying to join myself with you. Sinasagad yung expenses doon sa level ng income. Hindi pa dumating ang payday, inuutang na. Sa store, listahan sa sari-sari store. Inuutang mo, bumibili ka ng mga appliances, nahulugan, buying Yossi, Alak, or whatever you're buying. Or maybe you're just borrowing money for a new cell phone or load. The point is, your spending is out of control at hindi kapantay or hindi commensurate doon sa level ng income mo. Kung ito ang level of income mo, you cannot spend here. You have to go down and spend less. Cut cost. Don't buy what you want, what you see other people buying. Okay? Now, I understand. It's hard sometimes. Well, let that be the sacrifice that you use to honor God. You understand? In your sacrifice, in your financial sufferings, you can still honor God. And I know that sometimes we go through seasons where there's a great sacrifice. But you've got to adjust so that you are wise and faithful bilang isang steward. If you spend everything you earn... That's not wise. And some of you are doing that, and you need to change. You need to stop it. Because if you say, well, I tithed, I tried tithing, and it didn't work, it's because you only had one key. But you didn't use the other key, which is faithful and wise stewardship. You're still living on a higher standard than your income level. And then you get in debt. And then when you're in debt and the offering bag comes around, you cannot be a joyful giver. Right? If you give, 
and, and some of you do and some of you don't but if you give na yung taong na sinasagad niya yung spending doon sa income niya and if you're a giver doon I'm sure masama ang loob mo and I'm sure nagahanap ka ng palusot na kung saan I won't have to pay God that much and, and, and your mentality becomes I'm paying God like it's one of the bills and God's heart is grieved because He doesn't want to be one of your bills. He wants to be your friend, your Lord, your Savior. He doesn't want you to treat Him as an obligation. He wants a relationship with you. Are you, you understand? Tithing is not about a, a bill that you have to pay or a rule that you have to obey. It's a relationship. And so you've got to spend below your income level so that you can overflow. So being more overflow. God's wealth. And listen, maaring ang jajan ka nakaupo ngayon at sinasabi mo, Tim, easy for you to say. Kasi marami kang pera. Kami, wala kaming pera. As in, walang wala. And I know how people think. And I know what you're thinking even. But let me tell you something. Please listen. No matter how low your income is. And I know some people don't have a job or don't have a steady job. And no, but listen, no matter how low your income is, you can still be faithful and you can still be wise. It doesn't require rich to be faithful. And it doesn't require education to be wise. It requires a change in your heart. A desire that, you're, that you are going to be. Hindi mo kailang maging mayaman before you become generous. A lot of very low income people can be generous. Paano? Live below your income level. There will be an overflow. Maybe the peso amount is small, but it's still an overflow. And it will still give you that enjoyment, that cheerful experience of being generous. And when you experience that, you become a cheerful giver. And the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Some of you have all very serious financial problems. Probably because nag-iipon na ang mga problema mo. And for how many months or even years you have not been a faithful and wise steward. But it's never too late to change your habits. You might have to make sacrifices. You might have to stop that same uh, standard of living that you're used to. But the results are worth it. That you have this goal. And here's my goal for each and every one of us. That you become a generous and cheerful giver. A faithful and wise steward. Whatever amount. It doesn't matter. Tithing is not about the amount. It's about putting God first place in His rightful place in your life. Give to God the first and best. And He'll bless the rest. Not only finances. He'll bless your marriage. He'll bless your health. He'll bless a ministry for you, a cell group, relationships, your children. He'll bless your destiny, your calling in life. Please don't be offended at a topic about money. I share this with you because I love you. And I want you to be set free from the common bondage of the world. Christians are meant to live a prosperous life, experiencing overflow and God's wealth. Okay? Now, the last thing I want to say is this. Everything that we have came from God. Tama? except one thing. There's one thing that you and I have that did not come from God, and that's our sin. Right? 
That's all you and all me. Hindi galing sa Dios ang kasalanan natin. But Jesus, the clean, perfect Lamb of God, took our sin on Himself and gave us His righteousness and made an exchange deal that if you accept it, if you accept that deal, your debts will be canceled and you shall become the very wealth and righteousness and holiness of God. Wow. Isn't that great? He became poor for your sakes so that you could become rich. And in response, not because of rules, not because of commandments, no. There's no commandments for, you know, as a Christian, the rules are no rules. Because God put His rules in our heart. The rules are on the inside now, not on the outside. So as you follow the pleasure of the Lord, we love Him, and so we want to give Him first place, especially in our finances. Because your finances affects almost every area of your life. Bakit nag-aaway si Mr. at si Mrs. tungkol sa pera? Laging pera ang pinag-aawayan. Di ba? Why? Because the devil knows that if he can get control and mess up your finances, he can mess up your whole life. He can mess up your destiny. He can mess up your joy. He can take away your peace. He can break up your family. If the devil can get his curse contaminating your finances, damay lahat. And the Lord knows. That's why he asked for a tithe. The Lord knows if he can get priority in your finances, then he can bless every other area of your life. He can bless your marriage. He can bless your health. He, he can pour out an open heaven of blessing if he has control of your finances. Will you give to God and will you live to give today? I want you to bow your heads and close your eyes. And as we pray, it's not just me praying. I want you to ask the Lord today. You all got an envelope. It's there in your chair, in your bag, in your lap somewhere. It says tithes and offerings. But as we pray today, I want you to ask the Lord what you should give. Tanungan mo siya. Say, Lord, sana hindi ito parang impromptu lang. Give me a number. Ask the Lord to give you a number. How much? How much to give? How much shall I give today? God will give you that number. And you say, Lord, I want to give you control of everything. Maaring hindi mo na dala na yung amount. If God gave you a number and you don't have that much with you, maybe you're going to write down a, you know, an, an, an IOU or some kind of a vow to pay. It's not about the amount. It's about God getting control of first priority in your heart. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, Holy Spirit, Father, we come to you with desperation that this area, this financial part of our lives is out of control, out of your hands because I haven't been faithful, haven't been wise all the time, haven't been bringing the whole tithe all the time. So, Lord, today we, we just repent, knowing that you're not angry. You're not giving us laws and bondages para pahirapan po kami sa finances. You're trying to bring us blessing and open heaven in every aspect of our lives. So, Lord, today we just confess we need you. We need your strength. Give us the faith level to trust you, 
to love you and to thank you with our money. Give us, Lord, yung, yung desire to, that we will live to give. Ma-realize at matutupad po sa aming mga buhay na yung goal to be a generous and cheerful giver. Punong-puno ng kagalakan tuwing may pagkakataon na magbigay. And Lord, that our lives will be marked as a faithful and a wise servant. A steward that is that knows and discerns the time. When is it time to be conservative and when is it time to release extravagant generosity? Give us that wisdom, Lord. But most of all, Lord, give us a heart na nagpapasalamat sa iyong sacrifice. And we just receive Jesus today. A fresh revelation that you have died and became poor so that we could live to give. So we honor you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.